Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com Fill out a short request form and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Erin. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. We are loving doing this and we're glad that you're joining us each week. So let's start with some news. There's big news out of Disneyland this week. Lots of big news. Big news. So as of today, June 15th, the state of California is allowing non-residents to come visit. So this is a, these are state guidelines, and Disneyland is following suit. And so now out-of-state travelers can come to Disneyland and be in the parks. And we're so excited because we are out-of-staters. And we're out-of-state. We're not there. Right. A lot of people are there. We yes, are not. I know. Why are we not there? I know. And so <laughs> just for anyone who's listening, we drop these episodes on Friday, but we record on Tuesday. So this is all news that's happening today, right now. It's probably old news by the time you hear this if you Correct. follow any Disney stuff. But... Yeah, out-of-staters can go. And the other big news out of Disneyland that's happening today as well is the mask mandate has been lifted for anybody who's vaccinated. And they kind of have some funny rules. So anybody, nobody has to wear a mask outdoors. Correct. So anybody... Vaccinated or not, you don't have to wear a mask yep. if you're outside. Correct. But if you're indoors or in any queue or on any Disney transportation and you are not vaccinated, so that's going to include children ages 2 to 12 who are not able to be vaccinated must wear a mask at this point in time. Yes. But if you're vaccinated, you can take it off. And this is on the honor system. So they're not going to be asking to see your vaccination card or any of that. They'll just be asking at the gates um, for you to self-attest that you've been vaccinated. Which honestly, I don't see them doing that. I don't either. Maybe random selections. I don't know. We'll I think see. they had to put it in the guidelines to stick with state guidelines, but I imagine that they're not going to ask every single guest that walks through the gates, are no. you immunized or not? Right. Well, and the other thing that they are dropping, did that start today too? No more temperature screenings, No correct? more temperature screenings. Yes. No more hand washing stations. No more social distancing. Right. That is self-monitored social distancing is what I feel they're like, recommending. So today is the day that California has has set a long time ago, actually, for reopening the state mm -hmm. and dropping a lot of these guidelines. And I feel like Disney just kind of went hog wild today. Yeah. Like, they're like, cool, let's yes. not do anything anymore. Correct. Which, and they're going to start increasing capacity slowly starting today. They'll have to hire back some more cast members and do some more which training. Which is awesome. But, yes, we're excited. They did say, however, we talked about this a little bit last week, they did say that for the time being and for the foreseeable future, they still are going to require park pass reservations. So if you have a ticket to the park, that's not going to get you into the park unless you have 
a reservation. Mm -hmm. And according to Bob Chapek, he has said multiple times he thinks reservations are here to stay forever. I know at Disney World, they've extended them through 2022. Correct. So they could be around for a while. And I think that's a good thing. I think being guaranteed entry into the park is better than showing up on a crazy day like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day can get full to capacity where they turn people away in the past. And so if you have a reservation for it going forward, you're guaranteed to get into the parks now. So I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. And keep in mind, those reservations can be made 60 days in advance. So if you are going, if you're planning on going on New Year's Day or Christmas Day, which are really popular days, make sure you're on there 60 days in advance. I think it's 120 days actually. Oh, you're right. It is. That's Six, right. It's into October res- now. 60 for dining reservations, 120 for oh. park pass reservations. Who chose me to do a podcast about <laughs> Disney? That's why there's two of us. I know. Right? Thank goodness. Because, gosh. <laughs> Keep each other in Okay, so 120 days. They're available yes. into October right now. Yes, correct. Yep. Yeah. That's right. And so if you're expecting to go during a busy time, make sure you're on there right when you know that your trip is planned and get those reservations and yes. book them. And if you can't get reservations for the day that you want to go, just keep checking. They People cancel all the time. They'll drop new reservations all the time. It's not a lost cause. So don't don't lose hope if you don't get a reservation for the exact day that you want. And when you choose your reservation, you get to choose which park you start at for the day. If you have a one park per day ticket, you'll stay at that park all day. If you have a park hopper, you can switch over to the opposite park starting at 1 p.m. And that's kind of what happened for you. Some of the days that you wanted when you go in a couple of weeks weren't available at the beginning, right? Right. And I was able to get the reservations I wanted by just keeping on checking. That's awesome. It works out. Yeah. People change their plans all the time. And I think, too, honestly, I think that there are probably some people who aren't super, in fact, I know there are, some people who are not super happy about the lifted mask mandate. Right. And so I think that if you are going in the near future or if you're wanting to plan a last minute trip, days are going to open up. I think people are going to be changing plans with this new guidance from the state of California. So there's always, it's always worth looking. Yep. And speaking of my trip coming up, we were just talking about grabbing some goodies while I'm there and doing some giveaways. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited to announce what we'll be doing for that. We are so appreciative of our friends and family who are supporting us in this, but we want to grow. And so we're going to offer some giveaways for you guys helping us get our name out and helping us um, gain some listeners and some followers on Instagram. Just a reminder, we have an Instagram account. And Katie, didn't you set up a Facebook group I did. For us? So we have Facebook as well. Rope Drop Park Hop. Just go search it out on Facebook and you'll find us. Awesome. Give us a like. Okay. So this week we wanted to talk about hotels. And as we sat down and started kind of researching and planning, we decided that this was going to be more than one episode, I think. Yes. Hotels. That's, this is a big thing. Lodging is kind of like bigger than getting there, I think. I agree. There's a lot of options. There's three options on property, which I think is what we're going to focus on today. Yes. And then there's a lot of options within walking distance. Mm -hmm. And then there are a lot of options that are not within walking distance. (laughs) And so I think there's value in all of them. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about on-property hotels. I, Erin, I have never stayed (laughs) at an on-property hotel. I am not that cool, but... (laughs) Well, I've been lucky enough to stay at all three properties at the Disneyland Resort. They're all amazing. They are at different price points. So I would say the entry-level hotel is the Paradise Pier. It's fabulous. It's a little bit more, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Basic? Basic, yes. 
It does still have some cute Disney decor in it, so you still are going to get that Disney feeling. There are some amazing views from the upper stories of California Adventure. And when the Water Show World of Color is running, that's a great great place to be. Yes, So you can go up on the rooftop of that hotel and listen to the music and watch World of Color from there. Um, I think the theming is really fun. I I mean, it's called Paradise Pier, so it's reminiscent of like a Southern California beach town, Uh correct? Yes, they have beach ball pillows on the beds and their water slide up on the roof. They have a rooftop pool, which is really fun. It's called the California Streaming. California Streaming Water Water Slide. slide. Or Stream In, I guess. California Stream In. And they have a poolside bar up there for snacks and drinks. Um, the sandbar. The sandbar. Very good. I research all this stuff. You're you guys, awesome. I have yes. geeky notes for all of our episodes. So one thing I will say, all of the on-property resort hotels have different levels within them as well. So you can book a basic room, which is going to give you probably a view of the parking lot. If you go a little bit higher in price, you will get um, a mid-level view that's either a view of the pool or gardens. And then a premium level would be a view of the park or downtown Disney. If you are staying at the Grand Californian, they have amazing views of downtown Disney at their premium level. And then also within those, there is club level that you can purchase, which gives you access to, it's like a a whole floor with snacks and you have concierge service that's amazing and all that good stuff. So have you done that ever? I haven't. No, that's kind of on my bucket list a little bit, but we don't tend to spend a ton of time in the hotels when we're at the parks. We want to be in the parks doing stuff. And so that has never been a priority for me to hang out at the hotel and have snacks. I'd rather be in the park having a churro. So at Paradise Pier, have you used the pool? Yes. You have? Mm -hmm. Yep. And the pools are great. It's hit and miss in the wintertime, whether they're open or not. Uh, sometimes they'll close them down for refurbishments during the winter. Sometimes it's a little bit too chilly in the winter. I've been to Anaheim in February. When a little it's like, too chilly for California. Yes. For well, Idaho, you know, we jump in the pool no right, matter exactly. what. Exactly. I've been there in February though when it's been below freezing when we got up in the morning really? to go to the parks and we've had to wear lots of layers. So we that's, went in, that's too cold. We went for in Idaho. February a couple of years ago with just my son Asher uh-huh. and he wanted to swim at our pool and it was, we weren't staying at a Disney hotel, but uh-huh. I said, fine, let's go outside. And I sat on the side of the, I was freezing <laughs> and he was just having so much fun. There was nobody else in the pool. There were people in the hot tub, but mm-hmm. nobody in the pool. And he, yeah. well, there you go. You could always go sit in the hot tub in February, I suppose. Yeah. That's do great. they have a hot tub? Yeah, they do. I'm not sure Paradise Pier does. I would assume they do. Okay. But I know Disneyland Hotel and Grand Californian for sure have hot tubs, multiple hot tubs. Okay. So. Um, so Paradise Pier opens today, actually. So anybody that's wanting to book Paradise Pier. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let's try that again. Paradise Pier opens today. Nope. Nope. (laughs) We have this whole soundboard that we've been playing with today trying to figure it out. Maybe this one. Paradise Pier opens today. Yay, it worked. (laughs) So reservations are available now. You can book at Paradise Pier. Um, Some of the on-site dining that they have available, normally none of it's available currently. And I didn't see an opening date for any of these. But there's Disney's PCH Grill. Mm -hmm. And that is the host of Donald Duck's Seaside Breakfast, one of the character breakfasts that's available on property. You've done that. I have, yes. And that one's really fun because um, they they have Stitch come to that one sometimes. And Stitch is a rare character to see. He's Kenley's favorite. Mm. She loves That's Stitch. my Hayden's favorite as well. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. She loves Stitch yes. so much. They have the Surfside Lounge, and then they have the Sandbar, which we mentioned, uh-huh. up near the pool. 
Um, another perk, and I have actually used this. I have not stayed at Paradise Pier, but I have used this. There is an Alamo car rental desk oh, inside great. the hotel. Yep. So off the lobby, if you need a rental car and you're staying on property, if you need it just for the day to go to the beach, you can go rent a car. Um, I dropped off there. That's perfect. Yeah. And then, yeah, it sounds, it's, and it's the entry level. And so a couple of things to note about it, it's farthest away from the entrance to the parks. Correct. So it's going to be the longest walk, which is still 10 minutes. Yeah, it's not bad. And that side of the park, usually the um, bag check line is shorter than the one on the other side of the park, which is Harbor Boulevard. So that's a perk for that. So entering through that direction is going to send you through downtown Disney, which is the shopping area outside of the Disneyland parks. Um, so it's actually really, I think it's great because there's what, two Starbucks in downtown Disney. There's a Jamba Juice. There are a few options that you could stop and get breakfast as you walk to the entrance. Um, but yeah, there's a little walk and it's the farthest from the parks. Mm -hmm. It's also the least expensive. Right. And you're kind of feeling like you're more immersed in the Disney experience if you stay on property as far as you're, you're not crossing busy traffic or any of that kind of thing. You right. feel like you're just part of it. You're the on whole property time. the yes. whole time. One downside that I will mention about Paradise Pier is the elevator situation is a little bit crazy. So if you are trying to get downstairs to get to the parks in the morning, the people with strollers are taking up the elevators. They're really slow. And I think there are only three elevators that service the entire hotel. Oh, gosh. So it, it can get a little dicey. So get up early, situation. go to get, Starbucks. Get up a little early, or if you're in on a floor that's doable for walking down the stairs, I would take the stairs. Okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, the next hotel that's the next closest, I guess, which is on my bucket list, mm-hmm. is the Disneyland Hotel. I have a special place in my heart for the Disneyland Hotel. It just feels so quintessential Disney to me. The theming is amazing. The beds have these built-in fireworks light shows in them that play Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes from Cinderella. Cute. So you can flip a little switch and sing yourself a lullaby to go to bed. I love Um, it. The rooms there are bigger, which is nice. If you have a bigger family, you need a little more room to spread out, it's a good option. The Grand California rooms are a little smaller and so are Paradise Pier. But at Disneyland Hotel, they're a little bit larger. Um, I Googled really quickly. Yeah. Do you know when it opened, the Disneyland Hotel? I don't. It opened, and actually it was not originally owned by Disney. Did you know that? I think I did know that. Disney purchased it at a later date. Mm-hmm. But it was opened October 5th, 1955. Aww. So it opened just a few months after yeah. the Disneyland Park opened. So it's been there since the beginning. Yeah, which, which is I why think it is feels that. vintage, right? Why yep. it feels so Disney to me. Yeah. Yeah. And when you imagine a Disney hotel, mm-hmm. it's what you see in your That's head. one. Yeah. And so it's, t- like I said, I've never stayed at one on property. Yeah. It's on my bucket list. You'll get there. I promise. But Disneyland Hotel is yeah. the one I would choose. And um, they are going to be adding some new Disney Vacation Club towers to that hotel. Are they? At some point in the near future. Yes. I didn't that's know part that. of the expansion plan. So that's that'll really be cool. good. Mm-hmm. They're not open yet. They open July 2nd. Yep. So if you have a trip coming up, July 2nd's the day. Yeah. And but, I, but I believe they're booking. Already currently past yep. July 2nd. So if you have a date coming up that's past July 2nd, go ahead and go look now. Okay. Let's talk about some of their dining that they have available. Yeah. They have Goofy's Kitchen, which I did not see an opening date for Goofy's Kitchen. I'll It'll probably be it really a little quick. while. They're not doing character meals currently. For quite a while. Anywhere, so. so as of right now, there's no opening date listed. We'll let you know when that happens. Yeah. But Goofy's Kitchen is Goofy's Kitchen. And I have done Goofy's Kitchen. Uh-huh. So have you. Yes. 
fun meal, lots of characters that come around and talk to you and visit with you. Yep. We had a really cool experience, actually, at Goofy's Kitchen. We went with some friends. And typically, when you're at Disneyland and you're you're meeting a character, they're, they're called cast members. And they're on stage. And they're in character the entire time. You know, you're not meeting a person dressed up as Aladdin. You're meeting Aladdin, right? And so <clears throat> we had a friend. We were with some friends. And they had a daughter who was about 10 months old at the time. And Chip and Dale came up to the table. And the tables have uh, paper on them so your kids can draw while they're waiting for food. Actually, it's a buffet usually. Yes. And um, so Mia, this daughter of our friend, was sitting there. And I can't remember if it was Chip or Dale. But one of them was there next to her and saw a pen on the table. And he was kind of, you know, playing with her a little bit. And she just was staring at him. And he grabbed, and I have a picture of this actually. And it's one of my favorite memories from Disneyland. He grabbed the pen off of the table, and he drew a little arrow pointing to her, and he said, what is her name? My friend Jessica said, her name's Mia, and he wrote underneath, do you wonder what Mia thinks of me? And it was just so cute because you got to kind of have a glimpse into the cast member who comes out every day and plays this character and makes this such a magical experience for kids. And I just thought it was really cool because you don't see that very often. Oh, that's really sweet. They don't break character very often, and I loved it. Very cool. I love, so they have... Funky food there, which is fun. Like they have a peanut butter and jelly pizza mm-hmm. for breakfast. Yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Like it's kid food on steroids. It's, it's great, and my and kids love it. Mickey waffles. Yep. If you're wanting all Mickey the things, waffles, yep. yes, it's the place to go. So hopefully it will open soon. I feel like we're moving in the right direction, yep. and we'll see some good things happening in the weeks to come. But some of the places that are opening with the hotel on July second, Trader Sam's, which. I've never been to Trader Sam's. Oh, I love Trader Sam's. Have you been there? Yeah. It's a lounge type place. Uh And I've heard it's kind of almost like a show. Yeah. Yeah. The bartenders are great. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, If you are a drinker, that's where you will get your rum Dole Whip float, which I've heard is amazing. Which is popular. (laughs) And then Tangaroa Terrace, which Uh I have been to Tangaroa Terrace, also opens up on July 2nd. That's a fun one, too. It is. I love that area right there because there's they have tiki torches lit you sit outside you're right over the disneyland hotel pool um they have a fun slide there which is the monorail slide mm-hmm. and yeah my kids will do that over and over and over again while it's we're a there. fantastic environment and yeah. i would say those two tra- well trader sam's not so much tangaroa terrace mm-hmm. is a hidden gem for i don't sure. think as many people know about it and it's really for us you don't have to have park admission mm-hmm. to go and and be in that area and so I love it for going on the first night that we arrive and just kind of having that Disney feel. I agree. And they've and got it's a little less crowded than downtown Disney usually is. Yeah. Because so people don't think of it. Right. And they've got great food, really great finger foods, great snacking things. They have breakfast there. Yes. So you can go there in the morning before you head to the parks. And everything I've tried there has been yummy thus far. Yeah, me too. I like everything there. Me too. I met a girlfriend for dinner there one night and yeah. It was great, and it's just such a great environment. The tiki torch is all over. I, know, I, I love, love it. it. And this is probably something we'll talk about in a future podcast, but Disneyland cats are a thing. They have <laughs> cats at Disneyland, <laughs> and they tend to hang around that area a little bit. I've seen a couple of cats. They're so cute. They are cute. They have an Instagram page. They do. Cats They're famous. They're yes. famous. If you haven't heard of them... We'll, be, we'll talk about them more yeah. later because they're fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> and they keep the mouse population down. They do. They leave the big mouse. He he and Minnie are untouched, right. but the little mouses <laughs> don't. Mice, mouses. Mouses. Um, Steakhouse 55, 
I don't have an opening date for it either, either, but it's a steakhouse mm-hmm. and that's in the Disneyland Hotel. So this is your mid-level hotel, mid-level yes. on price, yep. super close, really, right outside of security for the downtown Disney area. You're still going to walk through the downtown Disney area to access entrances to the park. But like I said, it's an easy walk with breakfast options along the way. Yep. And the nice thing about the Disneyland Hotel is you can walk just a few steps out the door of your hotel and hop on the monorail and get right into Tomorrowland and Disneyland. So you can use your ticket to get in there first thing in the day. Yep. And that deposits you at the back of Disneyland Park. So you can kind of avoid that entry crowd. Yep. So that's nice. And you can do that from Paradise Pier too. You You can can walk over to, it's a little longer walk, but you can get to the monorail easily. All right, next up, Grand Californian. That's Grand the Grand Californian. That's the one. <laughs> I love it because you're sitting right on California Adventure. There was one time we stayed there and we had our balcony overlooking Grizzly River Run. Mm-hmm. And like six o'clock in the morning, they start playing the park music. So you can hear it right out your balcony. It was Aww. magical. And you could hear the water. And then when we went on that ride during the day, we were able to just hop into our hotel room and change our clothes and come when back out. When you were all wet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's so, nice. And the other really awesome bonus for staying at the Grand Californian is you have your own separate entrance into California Adventure, which makes a huge difference on really busy days. I'm sure. Yeah. I remember the first time you stayed there, and I remember you messaging me, and you're like, I'm never going to be able to stay anywhere else. No, it's, <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> Super it's, spoiled. It's it's beautiful. It's it very is. craftsman, mm-hmm. wilderness looking. The lobby itself is something to see. If Even if you never stay there, I hope you can get a chance to go in the lobby yes. and go check it out because it's gorgeous. You know what? It's a great place to duck out. Typically, they only allow that entrance and exit to and from California Adventure for hotel guests. Yes, you have to show your key usually. But there was a time... Not too long ago, and maybe they'll bring it back where you could go. Well, actually, you can go in there to eat, or you can, in the afternoon, sometimes they're a little bit more lax yep. about letting just regular lay people go, <laughs> and not the cool people, I go feel into. Like 11 a.m. is kind of the magic hour that they start letting other people go in and out of that entrance. Yeah. And we've gone in and just sat. Like, it's a great place to go take a break. Yep. Air conditioning if it's yes. hot outside. A fire if it's cold. Fire it's cold. They sometimes will have a live piano player in the lobby. The lobby is huge with mm. plenty of seating. Yep. Lots and lots of seating. It's beautiful. And so we've done that before. There's some dining on location. First option, Naparo's, which is another steakhouse, correct? Yes. Have you eaten there? No. Okay. Currently, it is open. Reservations are available 60 days in advance for those. Yes. I was wrong on park pass reservations, but dining reservations are for sure 60 got days. This. And they do have a walk-up list. So if they're not completely booked up, if they're not completely full, you can walk up and add your name to a walk-up list. They're only open for dinner. So they open at 530 at night and they're open until 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I've never eaten there. So I have no... I kind of think that it's it's like a four course mm-hmm. kind of a place. You Isn't go, that the place too that date. has like a sh- the chef's yes. table? Yep. Yeah, which yep. is a, a, an experience, I'm sure, right? where you sit near the chef and right. watch him prepare your meal and, and he then prepares he'll do something uh-huh. super special. And he'll do wine pairings for you and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So, it's supposedly it's amazing. That's like a bucket food. list thing yeah. too, isn't it? Let's, I think so. Let's add that to our bucket let's list do that. real quick. Next time we do an adults only trip, for sure. Yeah, let's get one of those. I don't think kids would love it as much as adults would. That's probably true. (laughs) Then there's the GCH Craftsman Bar and Grill. Mm -hmm. That is available to anybody. Yes. So you can mobile order or you can walk up to that one. 
and that's, that's just recently renovated too so it's mm-hmm. brand new it has a really fun menu I've loved everything I've tried there too that's near the pool too so mm-hmm. if you're staying there you can grab a bite to eat and go sit by the pool and eat and I've eaten there yeah, it's I a great so option too. if you're not wanting to be in the park and you want to go have a little time away from the park and the Grand Californian too is kind of set in like redwoods yes lots of big trees around it it's very rustic and wildernessy feeling so it's kind of a different feel. It's funny how each of the hotels has a very different feel, but they're all right there together. Yeah, they did and a good job with that, with the theming, I think. Weird. <laughs> weird that Disney it's would do a good like job good with theming. I know. <laughs> uh, Storyteller Cafe, which is typically their character breakfast. They typically offer Mickey's Tales of Adventure. Uh-huh. And you've been to that? I have, yeah. Um, that's not available currently. Again, character dining is not available. Right. But they still are having breakfast. And so if you're wanting to do breakfast there, $29 for an adult, $20 for a child. They also have dinner available, $39 for an adult, $25 for a child. Breakfast hours are 7 to 11, and dinner hours are 5 to 9. Mm-hmm. That's a reservation situation as well. So yes. 60 days in advance, snag those reservations if you want to do that. And I, in the past, that's been a buffet, I would guess, right now. During the times we're in, that they're probably serving things family style at the tables. Right. So. That's what they were doing at Walt Disney World. That would be my assumption. I don't know that for sure, but. Yeah, that would be my guess too. I actually like that better than a buffet, to be honest. <laughs> kind <laughs> of, I do buffets too. Buffets are fun, but. Sketchy. Yeah, it's a germ fest, right? <laughs> right. And you never ever want to tell somebody you went to a buffet. Yeah. Like, I enjoy buffets. I don't like telling people no. I enjoy buffets because I feel like <laughs> they judge me. <laughs> so. I'm not judging you. <laughs> And then there's a lounge, the Hearthstone Lounge Uh also. And that's open right now too, 4 p.m. to midnight, mobile order and walk-in. We love that one at holiday times. They have an amazing hot chocolate selection and some fun holiday-themed cookies and stuff. That's the the one where it's great to grab yourself a little treat and go sit by the fire. Yes, agreed. Yeah, they have rocking chairs by the big fireplace. Uh They'll have carolers going around the lobby. They have the the big gingerbread house that they build every Christmas in the Grand Californian lobby, too. That's really fun to see. Really fun to go see. That is all made out of edible, and it's huge. Yes, it is huge. It's really cute. And it smells good. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. This is going to be your most expensive Disneyland property hotel. Really, honestly, it's because of vicinity. Yeah, and and people are willing to pay it. Yeah, to be honest, I think they wouldn't charge as much if people weren't paying it. Nope. So, so I think if we're talking about prices, typically what we see is Paradise Pier starts at what three hundred ish, three fifty per night. Yep. And I would say Grand Californian goes up to. I mean, it goes up to a lot. Yes. But I would say your entry level at Grand Californian is probably about five hundred. I would say closer to six. Would you Grand Californian? Uh huh. Okay. Five. Four to five for Disneyland, okay. five to six for Grand Californian Okay, for entry level. Yep. And Grand Californian, if you are ever interested, we'll probably do an episode in the future on DVC, Disney Vacation yes. Club. And Grand Californian is a Disney Vacation Club property. And so there are sometimes availability, not often. Not often. That one's a hard one to get into. It is a really hard one to yep. get into where you can, peop- it's a timeshare situation yes. and people can own points and use those points to rent rooms. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if they're not going to use them, they'll offer them to other people so to rent So you can them. rent them uh-huh, mm-hmm. at a cheaper price normally. Than what you'd pay for a regular exactly. room, right? And they're villas, so most of them will have little kitchenettes in them, washer, washer and, dryer. and dryer. So there's some perks for doing it that way, too. 
Plus, you get all the perks of staying on property. So but they you're don't treat it like a regular hotel guest. But they don't clean your room. You kind of clean your own room up a little bit, and you have yeah. a vacuum and stuff like that, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah, I think so. I think they might offer service maybe every fourth day or something like that. So, but not many people stay much longer than that's true. that many days. So I don't know how useful that is. Which brings me to let's talk about that mm-hmm. um, for all the hotels. Actually, right now during COVID, things are obviously very different you're going to receive a light cleaning service every other day. And so they're going to come in and they're going to take your trash. They're going to take your used towels, leave you some new towels, check your amenities, check your shampoo, your conditioner, hot tip, pack those away. Yes, right? every time. Because they smell really good. They do. And That's so. One of my favorite. It's H2O, I think yes. is the brand. It's and like I have spa. a drawer full of them at home. They're You just go ahead and bring me some next I week. I will, okay? I will. Maybe that will be part of our giveaway. <gasps> that would be so fun. Okay, <laughs> so they'll replace those. For you to take and put away and hoard. Uh-huh. Clean up your vanity, clean your counter surfaces, vacuum, clean your floor. You can decline this if you're not wanting somebody to come into your room every other day. I think that's a perk of being on vacation. Um, absolutely. <laughs> I do. I miss them making my bed, though. That's one thing that they don't do oh. right now is make your bed. So that was always so fun to come to back come home to, to a, a made bed. Right, right that you didn't have, have to, to make. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then parking. Is the other thing I want to talk about real quick before we move on to the next thing. Actually, there's one other thing we need to address. But um, parking fees, $25 per night for self-serve. Yes. And $35 per night for a valet. Yep. So factor that into your cost as well. Yes. But your vicinity is so close that you don't have to take a shuttle. You don't have to park in the parking garage. You don't have to take Uber anywhere. Right. Yeah. So might be worth it. Yeah. One of the huge perks, huge perks of staying on property that is not available right now, but we want to talk about it because at some point it will become available again, mm-hmm. is Extra Magic Hour. Yes, and this is honestly the biggest perk for me for staying on site. I think until that comes back, we probably are not willing to splurge on the cost of staying on property. So Extra Magic Hour allows you, uh, the hotel guest, into either park an hour early They have designated days for each park. So, for instance, Disneyland Extra Magic Hour is Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, typically. And California Adventure would be on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. And you, yeah, you get in an hour early. And I think we've done Guardians of the Galaxy like 10 times in that hour, hour. one time. Yeah. And expounding a little more on that, Mm -hmm. there are ways to get yourself into Disneyland Park an hour early with certain tickets. There is no way to get yourself into California Adventure early except for staying on property. Right. And anybody, Paradise Pier guests, Disneyland Hotel guests, and Grand Californian guests are included in that extra magic hour perk. Yeah. Prior to COVID, a lot of things happened right before COVID. So the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened in Disneyland right before COVID, the COVID shutdown. Yep. Avengers Campus has recently opened. And so some of these hot ticket rides have recently been added. When Extra Magic Hour comes back into play, getting into California Adventure a little bit early and being able to ride some of the bigger ticket rides like Web Slingers, um, Radiator Springs Racers is always a really hot ticket ride that there's always a long wait time. Being able to go in an hour early because you're staying on property. Yep. Totally worth it in my opinion. Yeah. So I can see that totally being a perk, but yeah, like I said, it's not available right now because of COVID. At some point, I'm sure they'll bring it back. I would guess pretty soon. Yeah. I would guess so, too. Yeah. I think it's something that Disneyland guests have come to love. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I think people probably don't want to pay that little premium price and not have that perk. Yeah. 
One other little extra magic thing that I've had sprinkled on me a couple of times while we've stayed at those hotels is sometimes they'll add multiple experience passes to your tickets just for staying at the hotel. When you check in, they'll say, hey, do you want some? And what those do is those allow you fast passes to get on pretty much any ride in the parks. That's really cool. Currently, fast passes, max passes are not not a thing, but hopefully soon. Oh, all of these things that are missing. I know. Oh, one other thing I was going to say about the hotels, too, is they typically will sleep four to five people. So if you have a family of more than five, you're probably going to have to book two rooms. Right. So that's one downside if you have a larger family. Yep. Staying on property is going to get pretty expensive. That's true. Um, I had something. Hold on. What was it? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, if you have recently won the lottery. Yes. The I don't think Paradise Pier has any, but Grand Californian and Disneyland Hotel both have like really cool specialty suites available too. Themed, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So like an Adventureland suite and a Pirates Mm -hmm. of the Caribbean suite and really cool suites. And you can actually find some awesome walkthroughs on YouTube where you can see those. But those are like those are like out of one lottery. Everybody's league. (laughs) Honestly, if I win the lottery. I need to start playing the lottery a little more often. I think so. If and I win the lottery. And you need to make a list. Of the things of I'm going to spend my money yes. on. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I'm going to spend my money on for sure is all the sweets. We're all just going to have like a trip of And then sweets. a VIP tour. For sure. Mm. <laughs> 100%. Front of the line. Yep. I'm going to wear my fancy clothes. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll talk about VIP tours in a future episode. For sure. they're amazing. Have you done one of those? Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. At Disney World. Did. Yes. I remember now. Yep. You had a hookup. Yep. Oh, there's so many cool things. But yeah, we wanted to kind of address those hotels. And now you can see why we can't talk about anything off property in this episode. Because right. we're already over our 30 we're minutes. Packed. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, I hope you get to stay at one of the hotels of the Disneyland Resort soon because they're awesome. Yeah, and let's get a conversation going. If you've stayed at one, let's let's have an Instagram post about this yes, and we can maybe sure. start a conversation and you can share your favorite thing about any of the Disney. Even if you haven't stayed, I have a favorite thing about Disneyland Resorts hotels. I love Tangaroa Terrace there you and go. I would tell anybody that. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Okay. Do we have a question of the week? I don't know. Do we have a question of the week? What? All favorite right, Disney so song? favorite Disney song. Chosen by Kenley. Thanks, Kenley. We have a special guest in studio with <laughs> us today <laughs> who's, uh, who's giving us our question of the week. Okay, favorite Disney song from a movie? Disney song. I'll, I'll start. Go ahead. Um, I love the, uh, um, what is it called? I don't even know the name. <laughs> you start. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> it's going to be hard to narrow it down, though. I honestly love every song from Princess and the Frog. Oh, yeah. I, if. It's hard for me to narrow it down. They're also peppy. Yes. Let's see. I'm Googling it so I know the They're correct so name. <laughs> the, correct, right. the correct name. Well, I don't know the correct name. I see the light. Oh, oh I do love that too, though. Yes. Okay, so That's the Tangled from scene. Ralph? Yes. Okay. But the ta- okay, so the yes. Tangled scene, first of all, I see the light. That's a good one. Where they're lifting the lanterns. Yes. Love it. Love that scene. Love that song. Yes. Makes me Agreed. cry every time. Agreed. But I actually used that song in one of our stories. You did. Yes, you did. Yes. Yes. I think it reminds, and I sat and listened to it a couple times. I closed my eyes and listened. So good. But Kenley reminded me, I also really love Owl City. Uh, When Can I See You Again? You know why? uh You know why I love that one? Paint the Night. Paint the Night. All the way. Best parade ever. Oh, and people who don't know Disney are listening and they're like, what are they talking about? 
There was a parade several years ago at Disneyland and then Disney California Adventure uh-huh. called Paint the Night. And that was the song that they used. And so when I really want to get my kids amped up and help me clean the house, there you go. That's what we play. I love it. I hope that comes back soon. That would be amazing if they brought it back. It would be so little, amazing. A little throwback Paint the Throw Night. Throw us a little bone, Disney. Come on. That's Kenley's Ringer, isn't it? Yeah. Awesome. That's what I thought. I love it. Okay. Follow us on Instagram, please. Please. Rope drop underscore park hop. Yep. We post frequently. We post breaking news. We're going to have some fun things that we do on there. Wink, wink. Same on Facebook. If you're a Facebook person, give us a like and a share and give us a review on our podcast too. We are going to do a special giveaway when we get to a certain number of reviews. We are not announcing that yet, but just give us a review and you'll be part of it. We love the stars, but leave us some words too. Yes. That would be awesome. That gives us some more visibility. Thanks for listening. Thanks guys.